right. You guys want to donate? Light Skin Hero is the cash app, $5 minimum for a question or a topic. And we can get into it. I'll give you my unbiased, unadulterated opinion. All right, so this is um this is coming from um uh well I think this person wants to remain anonymous. So this is a uh, this anonymous person sent five dollars in. I want me to talk about Boosie. All right, this person says uh it's been two days since Boosie confessed paying a prostitute to uh to uh, give his young son and nephew some sloppy toppy the black metal sphere camp have yet to cover it why is that is it because it doesn't fit into their narrative about black mothers or badly influencing the kids the gynocracy it is an it is an actual example of black men of a black man having direct negative influence over his sons he says, I'm just pointing, pointing out the hypocrisy and they don't care about black boys like they say they do when they speak about black women. Thank you. All right. So this is uh, from an anonymous source here. So let, let's see what all the fuss is about. Right. Let's see what your boy Boosie out here doing. See what your boy Boosie doing. Let me, let me find my. Here we go. Give me a second. See what this clown is out here doing. Ain't finna get my son no motherfucking shit out here. I'm training them boys right. I'm training them boys right. Ask in there, my 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 nephew. Ask in them. Ask my son. Yeah. They were 12, 13. They got here. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Hell yeah, I got my fucking son dick sucked. You fucking right. <laughs> yes, a grown woman. Grown, super grown. Super grown. Check his ass out. Checked all my nephews out. Super grown. Is she grown? She checked me out. I know what the fuck she did to them. She checked me out, that bitch. I'm getting them prepared, man. All right, so there you heard it. That was a little boosy. Little boosy out here educating his son and, and his nephew or nephews on how to become men in this world, apparently. <laughs> and his method is he's going to get grown women to perform adult acts on minors. All right. That's that's what little Boosie says how to be a father. All right. All right. So let me let me let me answer some of these questions this person sent in. This person says it's been two days since Boosie confessed to this. The black manosphere camp have yet to cover it. Why is that? Is it because it doesn't fit into their narrative about black mothers are badly influencing their kids, the gynocracy? Here's an example of a black man having a direct negative influence over his sons. Uh, 
Yeah, you're probably not going to see a whole bunch of black manosphere dudes talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, for the exact reasons that you laid out, it doesn't fit into their narrative. The black manosphere, majority of the content is about going in on black women. I mean, I've seen a couple people talk about it. See Boogie, Super Sly. Well, this is actually Super Sly's video we're looking at. He didn't provide any commentary. But um, I saw C Boogie talking about it. Other than that, I ain't really seen too many other people. But then again, I really haven't been out there looking. I, I, I've been at I've been at uh, Lowe's all day. I'm working on a home project to put um, outdoor drapes slash curtains in my uh, lanai. A lanai is what we call a back patio down here in Florida. But you know that's what I've been doing. So. Here's the thing about this, right? So I know y'all see the words scrolling across your screen. Are y'all like really outraged over this? And I think I titled this video. I titled it Lil Boosie, Father and Uncle of the Year. You know, here's the thing. So this is what's supposed to happen. We're supposed to get all angry and upset and start jumping up and down. Talking about how could they do something like that? Those kids are kids. You know, we're supposed to go the whole R. Kelly route with this, right? But being that these aren't girls, uh, you know, you know, you know, it's a double standard when it comes to boys and girls. But let's just imagine. I don't even want to imagine. Here's what I want to say. Do any of y'all really care about this? I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Who really cares about this? Now, I'm not, let's just assume that this is true, what Boosie is saying. Who really cares about this? And the reason I'm saying this is because it's not that I don't care because this is something I would never do with my own two sons at all. And then I'm, 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 as I think about it, I'm thinking about the grown woman that actually agreed to do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is something I would never do. But I don't, I don't know how many times I got to keep coming up here and sounding the alarm about how dysfunctional the community is. Lil Boosie is the epitome of dysfunction in the community. I've been saying this about this clown for years. Before I came on YouTube, when I used to just strictly write on my blog, I was saying that this clown is just a dysfunctional dude who got a record deal, man. I mean, look at Lil Boosie. This joker went to prison. It was on death row at one point because he, because he used to roll around with some dude. I can't remember what this dude's name is, but this dude allegedly killed a bunch of people on behalf of Boosie. And Boosie actually rapped about it in his lyrics and said the dude by name. And now that dude's sitting in prison for the rest of his life. Somehow Boosie got out. Well, whatever. I don't, I don't know all the details, but whatever. But we, we shouldn't even be surprised by these things anymore, man. This is just everyday normal activity in the community, ladies and gentlemen. Every day. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing out of the ordinary. This, this, this don't just happen with black boys. This happens with black girls, too. Now, there might be more outrage if... If Boosie was talking about he did this, he had some grown dude come over there and, and perform some acts on his underage daughters. 
Oh, it'd be the Twitter streets would be on fire right now. They'd be outside of his 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 house in Atlanta somewhere trying to bum rush the gates. But being that it's dudes, it's okay. But the reality is this, this is just what the community does, y'all. This is what the community does. This is the black community in a nutshell. It's all kind of crazy dysfunction. Like we'll we'll get up on here, people like me or a couple other people, we'll, we'll hop on social media talking about how this is messed up. At the end of the day, I mean, and then we'll get a bunch of people to watch our stuff, agree with us, and then they'll express their outrage. But as soon as we all log off, guess what? You go back to the you go back to your normal everyday activities in the community. Every day, over and over again, nothing ever changes. And just because he's a celebrity, that, that doesn't make it any different. Boosie is a, a ultra hood Negro, which is why he's celebrated so much. Come on, let's, let's keep it real. It ain't like he's a great rapper. And I'm not saying this to be hating, but let's just be honest. Boosie is not the best rapper out there. But he is one of the most beloved rappers out there. Why is Boosie one of the most beloved rappers out there? Because Boosie is, he, he goes above and beyond. Well, I'm not even going to say he goes above and beyond. Boosie is the poster child for black ignorance and ratchetness. Like, even though he has money, he has fame, he still conducts himself like them niggas in the community, ladies and gentlemen. The only thing that is different is he doesn't physically live amongst them Negroes, but everything else about him is the same. That's why he is beloved so much. He genuinely identifies with the Pookies and the Ray Rays and the Bonquishes of the community. And they genuinely identify with him. They see themselves in him. They see him as legit being one of them that quote unquote made it. Like, like Boosie is really that, that type of rapper. You know what I'm saying? Where he could probably legit go through any hood wearing all his jewelry and probably don't have to worry about nobody doing that to him. Like, like there's very few rappers that can do that. Boosie's one of them. BG from the Hot Boys is another one that I could think of off the top of my head. You know, BG's sitting in prison right now, facing like a, I don't know, I don't know how long he's been locked up, but he got sentenced to like 13 years in the feds because he ain't want to snitch or I don't know what this, I can't remember what the scenario is. But those are like the two rappers that immediately come to my mind when I think of real legit rappers. In the sense that they actually connect to the people that they are making music for. And just because they get money, they don't really change who they are. Boosie and BG from the Hot Boys. Now, I like BG. BG can actually rap. I like that dude. <laughs> but that, that, that's, that's why this is. Boosie is one of them dudes, man. He is legit one of them dudes that got a record deal, got money. And never changed. Even as he's in his mansion out in Atlanta somewhere, he is still just as hood as ever, y'all. And he goes on IG almost every other day showing it to you. Like, like he's legit one of the Pookies. And he, he, he is the poster child of Pookie and Ray Ray's. So I'm saying all of this because 
This is what these clowns do in the community. This is what this is what Pookie, Ray Ray, and Bonqui should do on a regular basis. They expose their children to crazy crap like this. What y'all think? Because Boosie got a record deal and he's famous that he's he's gonna be on some some higher plateau of thought. He's gonna be more, he's gonna have more morals and ethics. No, you don't know Boosie. You ain't been following his career since, since uh, he, he first blew up. I've heard, I, you know, I've heard of Boosie for a long time. But most, most people came to discover him because of that song, Wipe Me Down. But I remember hearing his name a little bit back in the day before that. Ain't really pay much attention to it, but whatever. And, you know, he's made a couple catchy songs here and I ain't going to front. But at the end of the day, Boosie is just like all these people in the community we talk about every day. He is, he, he, he is their spokesperson in the truest form. So when you see videos like this of him talking about he allowed a grown woman to perform grown-up acts on his, uh, I, think, I think his son, they say, is like 12 or 13, and then his nephews are like 13, 14, he allowed a grown woman or he's stating that he allowed a grown woman to do this in order to turn them into men. That should tell you everything that you need to know about the community, ladies and gentlemen. This should tell you everything you need to know. This stuff happens with regular dudes and women in the community. They just ain't famous. <laughs> they just ain't got a hit song or a hit record out. That is the only difference between Boosie and every other Pookie, Ray Ray, and Bonquisha out there. Is Boosie had enough talent to get a record deal and make a couple hot songs that everybody that a lot of people like and made them a lot of money. This ain't nothing out of the ordinary. This stuff goes on all the time. How many videos have I seen within the last couple weeks or months of, of black women? performing stripper routines in front of children. I ain't talking about no little white kids. I'm talking about in front of black kids. I showed you the video of that one chick on my, Insta uh, on my Facebook that I'm friends with. She's like 40, 41 years old. Got, a, got her a, um, a, a fans-only account. Every, day, every time I log into Facebook, her little Facebook... Um, Stories pops up. Is she in there bouncing her ass, <laughs> twerking? Talking about here's my OnlyFans account. This chick got like four daughters, y'all. One of her daughters just graduated high school. I think her youngest daughter probably got to be about like I don't know, pushing ten years old now. Is what she do? She I mean, she be on Facebook just wilding out, trying to redirect people over to her OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? What do you think she probably does when, what do you think a normal everyday life is like in that household with her? I guarantee it's just hoe babble all day long trying to teach her daughters how to be hoes. I guarantee that's what it is because the mama is one. I mean, I'm just saying she displays some strong hoe tendencies. <laughs> I mean, she puts herself out there to be viewed as a sexual object over and over. I mean, she'd be doing this for like for the, forever. And now we 40 years old and she really, she really going hard with it. Cause last time I seen her, you know, she was standing in the section eight 
apartments doing, you know, whatever, whatever. I, don't, I ain't seen her in like probably close to 10 years now or something like that. Eight, nine, 10 years. I see her on my Facebook timeline. And I'm just like, okay, that's what we're doing. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You got to make your money, right? Got to make your money. But what do you think she's teaching her daughters? You think, she, you think she's actually sitting around teaching her daughters the importance of education, the importance of finding, uh, uh, getting your life together and then finding you a suitable mate so that you can build a life with? You think these conversations are honestly happening with her and her four, three or four daughters? No, no, they're not. None of these conversations are happening. Guarantee these, these conversations, I bet you they all besties up in there. I bet you all the conversations that they have between mother and daughter is how to try to get everything you can up out of nigga by any means necessary. Are they having conversations like maybe you need to trap a nigga who got money <laughs> by having his baby? You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just whole babble. So this stuff goes on all the time, all the time, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, I don't even know how. We, we, it's, it's not even shocking anymore. Like some people will look at this Boosie video because you know you go on the internet and search it. You just type, just go to the news section. Rapper Boosie claims he paid for sex for fourteen-year-old son. Outrage as rapper claims to have paid for oral for his 12-year-old son and nephews. What's outrageous about this? This is what these niggas do in the community, y'all. This stuff goes on every day. All the time. Minors are being molested and abused and all this crap all the time. You just got one dude who just happens to be famous come out and admit to what all these hood boogers do out there in the community. This ain't, this ain't out of the ordinary, y'all. This is life in the community, ladies and gentlemen. Is it? I mean, think about it. Boosie got all this money, right? Boosie got all this money, probably a legit millionaire. He got all the opportunity in the world to give his kids the greatest life with access to the greatest opportunities to where these jokers could grow up and become like the next Robert F. Smith if they want it. Cause they, they, he got, he got the money to send them to the best schools. Some of the best schools. I mean, he got, he got mad cheese to where he can really provide his kids and his nephews opportunities that, Boosie, nobody who came before Boosie could have ever even thought of. He got opportunities to do for these children. Most of us can't even do for our own kids. You know, those of us who kind of got our stuff together, like me. I can't afford private school for my kids. <laughs> I can't afford it. You know what I mean? This is the, this is the reality. My bank account ain't set up like that. Boosie could do all this stuff. He could have his kids involved in the greatest just, 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 just pouring money into their future to see that they, they become like the, the next great generation of black people. Like he legit has the money to try to pour this money into his kids to try to see this happen. But just because you got money, money doesn't, money doesn't remove your pookie Ray Ray element is what I'm trying to tell you. Because even when you got money, 
What's what's more important to this dude? Hopping on IG, bragging about how his kids are potential road scholars, or they they out here doing this, doing that, or bragging about how you got a stripper or some. Uh, I'm assuming it's a stripper to give your underage sons and nephews sloppy toppy. Like you ain't got nothing else to talk about. Nothing else to brag on in terms of your fathering skills, but how you can, other than how you can pay some grown-ass hood rat who comes from absolute pure dysfunction her damn self to where she even agrees to do this crap onto some minors all because of who their father and uncle is. The money don't change. Money does not remove this from y'all, man. This is why when people be up here talking about when I was on Ramil's uh, show the other day and somebody asked me the question. I think it was Ramil. He asked me the question, can you save some people? I was like, dude, once these people hit about 15, 16, you can't do nothing with these people. If they got the Pookie, Ray Ray, and Bonquisha gene in them, it's just flowing through their blood, oozing through their pores, you can't change these people. Even at the tender age of 15, bro, they're already infected. They're already gone. You got to start with the kids younger. I'm talking about like five years old, five to 10. Try to rescue them if you think you can do it. But another problem I said is, I, another problem I say with this is, for all y'all who want to go out there and save the community, be a mentor, well, let's just imagine you out here, you, 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 uh, you out here trying to, you know, be an upstanding black man or black woman and you come across Boosie's kids. You out here trying to educate them on STEM, law, you know, whatever, you know, trying to get them all already smarty so that they can be effectively, uh, effectively compete in this world outside of them trying to get a, a record deal or become a sports player. And you pouring your all into these little bastards, right? Well, guess what? They got to go home to Boosie at the end of the night. <laughs> they got to go home to this nigga. So who going, and let's just say, let's just remove the money from the equation. Boosie was just, a, well, hell, you ain't got to remove the money. Let's just look at it for what it is. How you going to compete? How you going to try to rescue some of these kids? You pouring your all into them trying to get them to be like, yo, you can actually do something. You, don't, you I mean, you can do something more. You don't have to be a rapper. Like there are other ways you can go out there and get it in life where you can apply your brain and make real legit changes instead of just becoming another nigga with a record deal. How you going, how you going, how is your message going to compete against him going home to his father and his father bringing strippers or whoever over to top them, top these kids off, man. So now let's just go to the regular Pookies and Ray Rays and Barnquiches in the community. The ones, no, the ones that ain't got money, that ain't got no fame. And you out here trying to freaking pour your all into these young people. Well, guess what? They got to go home to these same type of Boosie parents, y'all. Like I say, the only difference between Boosie and these other de degenerates in the community is that Boosie is famous with money. That is literally the only difference here. He is identical to these people. 
which is why they celebrate him in the manner that they do. He just has money and fame. I mean, that is literally the difference between these two, between Boosie and them. So I'm saying all this, this should not come as a surprise. This is accepted behavior. If you're not doing these type of activities and you claim to be a part of the community, you're in the wrong. You're, you're the outsider. You're the weird one. This is normal stuff with these people. Look at the video on the screen. You see all the laughing emojis. Look at all the, look at all the, I'm going to play it. Hold up. I'm going to put it on mute. Look at all the laughing emojis that's going up. Look at all the hearts. Look at this. Look at all the hearts and the laughing emojis, y'all. This is celebrated. Why? Because all these people that are putting up laughing emojis or hearts, they've either been in that position where an adult has victimized them or they are allowing minors in their immediate vicinity to be potentially victimized. Meaning mama got, got, got random niggas coming in and up out the house. Introducing these niggas to these kids. And then acting all surprised when the Negro does something on to the kid. Y'all remember last year, it was either last year or the year before. That little girl out in Texas got kidnapped. Little light-skinned baby, probably like three, four years old, got kidnapped. And then they found her body in a trash bag or a suitcase on the side of the road in, in Oklahoma somewhere because the, the mother left the four-year-old girl at the house with her boyfriend, not the father, but some random nigga that she just started dating. And what's crazy about this story is that little girl happens to be the cousin of one of my ex-girlfriends, like this chick I used to date. Well, I ain't going to say she was my girlfriend, but this chick I used to have a fling with. And when I was in the army, that little girl that got kidnapped was her cousin. Like, cause I seen her posting the pictures on Facebook. I was like, that's a, do you know her? She was like, yeah, that was my, that was my cousin's daughter. I was like, oh shit. But anyways, but getting back on point here, but that little girl that got kidnapped, is a prime example. You have so many of these single mothers, whether they have sons or daughters, they be just they steadily bring niggas around the crib, man. Like it's nothing. Like 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 it's just normal activity. And then they act surprised when one of these niggas do something. Let's not and let's not pretend like we don't know that they be moving these niggas in. Be barely knowing these niggas, man, moving them in, having them around their kids and shit. They're wondering why this nigga's looking at your daughter all crazy. Or your son. Because I'm not going to turn this into a male versus female thing. This happens amongst black children, period. Male or female. That's why when I hate when Tariq Nasheed gets up here and puts out this BS narrative that this isn't FBA stuff. This is just African and Caribbeans who do that. No, nigga, no. This happens with so-called 
ADOS FBA people too. It's just niggas don't like to talk about it. Everybody got that one family member that y'all don't want to leave your kids around, but he always coming to the family functions. Or you got that one family member that you got to tell your kids, especially if you got a daughter and it just, this family member just happens to be a dude to, to hug him from the side <laughs> or don't hug this person at all. Okay, why, why, why do y'all got to say this? Why y'all got some of y'all who care about your kids? Why do y'all got to instruct your kids to be on the lookout for certain family members? Why? Because you know that person is a predator. Or that person co-signs other people preying on your children. Why is that family member even at these family functions to begin with, ladies and gentlemen? That's what I never understood. If you know this, if you know you got an uncle touchy-feely in the family, how come this nigga is there at every barbecue? Hell, they showed this in one of the Medea movies. What was that one Medea movie? The one that had Cicely Tyson in it, and they all went to this cookout. And then um, uh, Ty, uh, Tyler Perry, he was he was playing Medea's brother. And they was at the cookout. Then this girl came over there. to He told this girl to reach down into the cooler and get get him a soda or a beer. And it was like, she was like, I can't find them. It's like, you got you to gotta reach lower. You got to reach lower than all them grown, old, crusty niggas staring at this young ass would look like a teenage girl. Y'all remember that scene? I can't remember exactly what movie that was, but I know Cicely Tyson was in that movie. She was playing like the, the elder, the matriarch of the family or something like that. But this stuff happens all the time, y'all. This, this happens all over the black community. Especially in the community, this is accepted behavior. Little Boosie ain't listen. He 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 doing what he do, he he did what the community allowed for him to do. That's what they do. So me, I can't even get mad. I can't get shot because ain't nothing you can do to stop it. Look, ain't nobody listening to these videos. I think yeah, I think it was family reunion. I think that's what it was. Ain't nobody listening to these videos like that, y'all. Ain't nobody going to stop this. Boosie going to go out there. You know, he put out some new music. He's going to get us some streams. When they lift the, when they lift the quarantine up, he's going to sell out some shows. You know, he, and life just going to go on like normal. And it's the same way with the hood rats. Don't nobody care about this crap. Nobody cares about the children in black community, y'all, is what I'm trying to tell you. Children are just there. They're just there to bring income in to single mothers. <laughs> and, you know, for father, for single fathers who don't give a damn about their kids, they're just byproducts of having sex. That's it. That's literally all this is. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody care about kids in the black community? These videos on YouTube ain't going to change nothing. Unfortunately, it's, it's a lot of kids who just going to have to grow up potentially being abused, unfortunately. And you hope that they don't turn around and become some type of abuser of them themselves. Excuse me. 
They'll become some type of abuser or some type of never-ending victim their damn self. I mean, this is just what it is in the black community, y'all. The black community goes above and beyond to celebrate dysfunction and reward it. The more dysfunctional you are, the more notoriety you can attain, which could lead into a bunch of, potentially a bunch of money coming your way. Don't nobody like, don't nobody like black people that do the right thing. Y'all heard that song from Will Smith that he got out with that one rapper. Um, what's that guy's name? Um, Joyner Lucas or Lucas Joyner, whatever his name is. Y'all heard Will Smith verse. Will Smith said in that song, he said, back in 89, when me and jazz was putting out music, people thought I was corny. You know what I'm saying? Like, people have been calling Will Smith corny as hell his whole entire career, y'all. Even though he's extremely successful, became one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood, sold millions on top of millions of records before streaming and all that stuff came out. People still call him corny because he didn't make music glorifying dysfunction this nigga made a song with his oldest son trey or about his oldest son his oldest son trey is probably like pushing 30 by now but you know back in the mid to late 90s he had a song where his son his oldest son trey was like five or six years old made a video where he's talking to his son talking about why him and his his mother didn't work out you know, his oldest son has a different mother from Jada and them. How, why him and his mother didn't work out, but how he said, no matter what, me and your mother still love you. Me and your mother going to get along and do, do everything we can to make sure that you have the best upbringing we can provide. We can do for you. I mean, he dedicated an entire song to his son like that. That's corny as hell, according to black, black community, y'all. The only type of songs you're supposed to make to show that you kind of care about somebody, you're supposed to go the Tupac route. Talk about dear mama type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Hell, even listen to Tupac's song. Even though you was a crack fiend mama, you always was a black queen mama. How can you be a black queen if you're a crackhead? How does that even make sense, ladies and gentlemen? How does it make sense that you can turn around and call your mother a black queen after you just called her a crackhead? That doesn't even make sense. But we was all saying it. Dear mama, lady, lady. Even though you was a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. What? I used to say that crap. I didn't understand it back in the day, but now as I got older, I'm like, wait a second, Pac. What the hell is you talking about? Your mother was a crackhead, B. That does not make her a queen. How are you a queen when you are addicted to crack cocaine? You can't properly care for your children if you are addicted to crack. I've never seen a functional crackhead. I'm talking about a legit stone cold smoking rocks crackhead. I got one in my family, y'all. My uncle, 
my oldest uncle, my mother's older brother. Been a crackhead since probably since I've been born. I've never seen him not addicted to crack. He got, how many kids he got? He got one, my older cousin, Janelle, she was like six months older than me. She died about like 10 years ago. He got, he got another daughter named, uh, named Della. I've only seen Della maybe like four or five times my entire life. I, don't, I probably, if, if Della walked past me down the street, I probably wouldn't even know who the hell she was. Like, I don't, I don't even know my own cousin like that. Does he got any other kids? I don't know. But he ain't never been an active father or an active grandfather. He's a great granddad now. <laughs> he ain't never been none of that crap. His life has evolved around smoking rocks. There'll be times where he'll go maybe a couple weeks, couple months without doing it, but then that urge will come back and just beat him down. He never wanted to go to rehab. Then he used to, you know, I mean, he, my, my uncle's, a, he was, he's a stone cold crackhead. You know what I'm saying? But I've never seen a functional crackhead ever. So I don't understand how Tupac's mama was a black queen. How are you a queen? Are you addicted to rocks? At least at the time when he made that song or whatever era he was talking about, it doesn't even make sense. But we all love that song, Dear Mama. We still think that's one of Pac's best songs ever. They play that shit on Mother's Day, y'all. Can you imagine that? Mother's Day, and here they come with the Mother's Day jams, and they always play Tupac's Dear Mama. And then y'all be in y'all car, even though you was a crack fiend, mama, you always was my black queen, mama. You know what? My mama, my mama ain't smoke rocks. <laughs> my mama ain't never did drugs a day in her life. The hell, I want to hear this song from Mother's Day. That ain't my mama. The hell is you talking about, Pac? But we celebrated it. We celebrated the dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? That was life. So look where we are today. <laughs> this thing ain't slowed down one bit. It's just more ignorance and more ignorance and more ignorance. To the point where now niggas is going on IG just, just telling their ignorance to the world. There's one thing you put it on wax. They like the hell with wax. Let me put it on IG and tell you how dysfunctional I am of a father. Where well, I got grown women coming around to give my kids sloppy toppy, as in literal kids. Because my sons, I got a 13-year-old son. You know what I'm saying? I don't view him as no damn man. My son right now, his voice starting to get a little deeper. Got little pimples popping up on his face because he's going through puberty. But... You know what I'm saying? He ain't no man at the end of the day. He's still a damn, he's still a boy transitioning into adolescence. The hell kind of craziness is this, man? But this is what it is. This is what, this is what the over, this is what the majority of the black community is about, is just dysfunction and maintaining it at a high degree. 
The more dysfunctional you are, the more notoriety you can get. And we all know notoriety for negative bullshit equates to you being a, a, a leader, being somebody, being somebody respected. You know what I'm saying? Because you out there doing stuff just because you can do it. Because, you know, in the black community, nobody likes law. Nobody likes order. Nobody likes law and order. Not the TV show, but nobody likes law and order and all that shit. That's why we got people coming up with 50,000 excuses for Ahmaud Arbery. To try to justify why he could walk on the property that's not his, <laughs> even though he ain't had permission. Why do y'all think so many people are making arguments about that aspect? It's because Negroes don't like law, order, rules. They like dysfunction. They like the idea that black people should just be able to do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, say whatever they want to say, and don't experience any type of consequences. Especially, especially if you represent a black person that, that identifies with the community. Now, if you are a black person who doesn't identify with the community, then all of a sudden you're supposed to you're supposed to get hit with the scarlet letter every time you step out of line. I mean, but if you identify, you know, this, this is what happened with R. Kelly, with, with his tapes from back in 2000, with, with the, the original tapes, R. Kelly's career skyrocketed after that. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like he didn't make some good music because he did. <laughs> Chocolate Factory was an amazing album. I'm sorry. I'm not throwing away my R. Kelly. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not, you know, chocolate factory was probably, I think that was the last album that I actually liked, but nobody cared. Now all of a sudden people want to care, which I really don't think they care. It's just, you know, people caught up in the moment trying to get paid. If you want my honest opinion. Don't nobody care. Boosie can have video of this. Ain't nobody going to give a rat's ass. I mean, you have some people outraged about it. But he's going to go on about his business. It'll be celebrated. This is, this, is, this is how the community gets down. There are no values, ethics, morals, codes, rules, laws. None of that shit, man. You're supposed to just do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it, however you want to do it, say what you want to say, and go on about your business. No matter who you affect. And you're supposed to be innocent the entire time. Supposed to be part of the didn't do nothings the entire time. I don't feel guilty listening to R. Kelly. I'm sorry I don't. I mean, you know, it's, listen, some of the, a lot of these musicians got questionable pasts, but a lot of them made some great music. You know, it kind of, it's, it's just, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying I'm, I'm one of the people I could separate the artists from the mute from the from the from from the whatever. Cause gee, is your son going over D Wade's house of boot? My son ain't going over there in one of their houses. My son ain't finna go over D Wade's house and then come out talking about he want to be a girl. He ain't going over Boosie's house to be with no damn grown women trying to. Perform acts on him. No, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't, uh. Ain't none of that shit happening. D Wade is another example. Boosie Ryan here. I mean, look at Boosie. 
Boosie over here made that video a couple months ago talking about don't cut his thing off, D-Wade. He should be a boy. Let him be a boy. Well, Boosie, why don't you let your kids be boys, nigga? How you going to sit here and tell D-Wade to let his son be a boy? You won't even let your sons be boys. You, you getting them involved in grown men activities. What kind of hypocritical crap is this from this nigga? And guess what, Gokiza, you're not going to see very few, few people condemning it. You're going to probably see more people bigging it up and applauding it. I mean, they might not come out and do videos bigging it up, but what do I care? Especially those from the community. This is normal activity, man. You probably got a bunch of niggas sitting around right now. Man, man, yeah, yeah, I let, I let a stripper do that to my kid. Man, I wish I was 12 years old and had some, some grown women's on me. <laughs> you as a parent, you're supposed to protect your kids from that. I remember I was 12 years old. This one chick, well, I ain't going to say a chick, but this grown woman used to make these little remarks to me talking about how cute I was. I mean, she just kept going on and on with the shit, right? You know, it's one thing if you say I'm cute. Well, you got a cute son. Ooh, he going to be a ladies' man when he grow up. Man, right, okay, that's cool. But she kept going on and on with the crap. To the point where my mother had to check her. Mother was like, listen, I don't know if you realize this, but my son is 12 years old. That you, you, you need to calm that shit the hell down. You know, my mama said some crap like that to the chick. And she just kept going on and on about how she thought I was cute. My mother was, like I said, to my mother had to step in and was like, bitch, what is wrong with you? <laughs> the hell, this is a 12-year-old boy. This ain't no damn man. You know what I mean? But if my mother, if she was one of them community people, my mother would probably be sitting in there laughing and giggling. How many, how many of y'all think it's a bunch of women? They be sitting there, they got their little sons up in the house, and then they got their little hood rat girlfriends over, and the hood rat girlfriends are just going on and on about how cute their sons are. And the mothers are just sitting around laughing and giggling. Man, that shit happens all the goddamn time, man. They don't even, you know what I'm saying? They probably know what's going on and don't even care. It ain't like these mothers are just delusional, don't catch what's, no, they understand what's going on. They just don't care, man. Because nobody cares about kids in the community, y'all. That's what I'm telling you. Kids are there just to produce income if you're a woman. If you're a dude, they're just a byproduct of having relations and a declaration that you can officially proclaim that you're a you're a man now. That's all. That's all kids mean in the community, y'all. For a woman, it is a means to earn money. For a dude, it is just one of your rites of passage to claim that you're a man. That's all. That's all children mean. Other than that, that's it. You 15, 16, 17, or 20, whatever, popping out kids that you don't plan on taking care of as a dude. Who cares? You, you a man, according to everybody else. And now you can run around here and, and give, the give the official statement. I take care of my kids. I take care of my kids. Nigga, you supposed to. I take care of my kids. You want a cookie, nigga? That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you, don't get, you don't get an award for taking care of your kids. Like... 
Nobody, nobody, I, w- I wish people would run around here giving me an award for taking care of my family. Nobody tells me shit. <laughs> I don't even, I'm lucky if I get a happy Father's Day for my kids. Don't nobody tell me a goddamn thing around here. I don't remember the last time somebody just sat me down. You're such a great father. You make sure the mortgage is paid and the lights is paid and you buy all this stuff and you make sure everybody has food and shelter and the bills is paid and nothing to work. Don't nobody tell me none of that crap, man. And then again, I'm not looking for it. I'm not I'm not out there actively trying to get those accolades because me, I was taught. Well, I asked this woman to marry me. We decided to make kids. Guess what? As part of that decision, I'm supposed to go out there and do X, Y, and Z, whether I get accolades or not. Like this is just what is normal because I live in a functional household. I didn't grow up in dysfunction. When you grow up in dysfunction and you are a dude, you are going to run around saying, I take care of my kids, nigga. You're going you're gonna to run around here saying that because you don't understand that the, you don't understand that you getting a woman pregnant means you are automatically supposed to take care of your kids by default. Like you, you don't have to, you know, and here's the thing when you're actually out there taking care of your kids, society notices it without you even having to say it. Your kids are clean, healthy, they sound educated, or they at least they're getting educated, you know, depending upon how old they are and what they should be, should be comprehending and learning. They should have some type of manners and common sense, meaning they're not out acting a complete ass in public and just doing and saying whatever the hell they want to say. And, you know, there's some type of structure. People can see this. You don't even have to go out there. Your kids say it for you. <laughs> when my kids go out into public, you know, with the exception of my five-year-old, you know, he's still wilding out, but you know, he's a five-year-old. But when my oldest goes out in public, my oldest ain't out there cussing. He ain't out there. I mean, he might do this when I'm not around. You know, he's a kid. That's what they do. I cussed when I wasn't around my parents. But when I'm around my parents, my, my, my oldest son ain't wilding out, acting a complete ass. He just acts like a normal, everyday pre, uh, 13-year-old. So his actions, they say to the world, I just take care of my kids. They, they say it for me. <laughs> my kid ain't dirty. He ain't hungry. He doesn't have struggle written across his face. Like, like, like he doesn't have struggle vibes coming from him because he doesn't know whether or not he's going to be able to eat tonight or if the lights are going to be on or whether or not mommy's going to bring 50 11 niggas around tonight or daddy. He might pop. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, you know what I'm saying? My son grows up in functional, a functional environment, not dysfunctional. So I don't have to run around here saying I take care of my kids. You could just look at my kid and see that I take care of him. And not just because he has a nice pair of shoes on, but his overall demeanor and actions. It's cause, just because your kid got some J's on and a Gucci belt, that don't mean shit. It's a whole bunch of fresh to death Negroes who act stupid and ignorant as hell in front of their parents. So you're supposed to do these things. 
when you grow up in a, a functional environment. But unfortunately, 70% of the population is born to single mothers. Now, I'm not saying all those single mothers turn out dysfunctional children, but I'm willing to bet the overwhelming majority of these kids grow up in dysfunction to where this stuff becomes normalized to where people like Boosie can have the audacity to just hop on his IG live and say something like that and then get a bunch of applause and hearts in the comment section. Why? Because he is identifying with his, with his, his, his quote unquote peoples. How can you heart something up like that or like something like that? If you are not actively doing stuff like that, or you are not out there, or you haven't been uh, quote unquote put in a predicament like that, your damn self where you had a grown person preying on you in that manner. You identify with that crap. That's how you, that's how people can like it. Cause they've seen it or they've had let it be done to other people. This happens all over the community. Yeah. 70% of black kids are born to single mothers. 70%. It's probably higher. It's probably closer to 80% if you want my opinion, but we'll just go with the safe stat of 70%. 70% of all ch black children are born to a single mother. Meaning the mother's not married. Whether the father is active is another thing because some of these fathers are active, even though they're not with the mother. But I'm willing to bet that they are a minority. I'm willing to bet the majority of these single mothers who pop these babies out are baby mamas. Or the, the father is one of them niggas who shows up to get celebrated on Father's Day. Or one of those eyes takes care of my kids type of Negro. I mean, yeah, it's probably closer to 80, 85 ish, but I don't have any stats to back it up. I can just go based off of the last stat that I recall seeing, which was like it was saying it was around anywhere between 70 to 75 percent. I just say 70 percent just for the low side. I mean. Says, yeah, Pookie says, men create and lead families. There is no such thing as a family without a man. Women of today don't get it, G. Yeah, you can't have a family. I mean, you can say you're a family. You got your mama, your siblings. But are you a complete family? Are you a complete functional unit? No. I can take one of the tires off my car. And somehow <laughs> convince myself I can drive a car with three, three wheels on it. Does that, I mean, like, what are we talking about here? I'm not completely functional until I have all four tires on the damn car. I mean, I don't understand why people don't understand this. Everybody loves to compare themselves to the white community. They don't do this in the white community. I was listening to uh, Taz and Cynthia G earlier today. They had a little debate recently. Cynthia G all up on there. They, white society, they do this, they do that. 
you know, in terms of protecting people and shit like that. Black men don't do any of this. I'm like, how come nobody ever compares themselves up against black? To, uh, how come nobody ever compares black society up against white society? Excuse me, I just I just got finished eating, y'all. How come nobody ever compares themselves up against uh, black society up against white society in terms of them having a bunch of families, <laughs> mothers and fathers raising kids? Like, it's like niggas love comparing themselves to the lowest standards of the lowest of the lower white people. I mean, y'all y'all crying, complaining about white society, how they able to do this, that, and the third. Y'all always overlook that. You know, a lot of this is probably because they, a lot of them have, you know, family units. Now, whether them shits is functional or not, because, you know, some, some nutcases out there in white society, too. That's not even front. But a lot of them, you know, the overall, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to take, I'm going to take that back because it's a lot of, it's a lot of single, single, single baby mama white chicks out there too. It ain't like how it used to be. So things have changed with them too. It's a whole bunch of ratchet ass white people out there too, who are just like some of these Negroes. They, they like, it's, it's becoming like a thing with them now. So I can't even honestly sit here. And say that white people embrace the idea of strong family units. We have to go with another group of people. We have to go with the uh, the Latinos or the Asians. The Asians, they embrace a strong, they have a strong sense of family. So I think we're going to have to stop comparing ourselves up against white people in that manner. You have to just use the Asians because, like I say, white people, they, they, they all kinds of out of control these days. But anyways, this is what it is, man. Boosie is just doing what Boosie's supposed to do. He's speaking. He, he's he's putting on for his for the community. And the community is applauding it, and they're hoping it keeps going strong, and they want to see more ratchetness from it. They don't care. But watch his IG live. This joke will be smoking weed all up in front of his kids, y'all. Go watch his IGs. Or catch them on. Just do a search for Boosie's IGs on YouTube. That joke will be on there just smoking weed all in front of his kids. And, you know, every time I look. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do y'all expect? What do y'all expect when, when ratchetness is celebrated? Is what you get. So, I don't know. Got black people that like it and they live it. Then you got a bunch of niggas that like to watch it. You think about doing a call-in show. I used to have a call-in show. I used to do. I used to take phone calls on this show. Some of y'all just be talking, man. Y'all just be talking and talking. Y'all, y'all don't know how to just. Get on the line, get to your point, then hop off. Y'all, y'all want to talk for like 10 minutes. Be like, God damn. I want, I'm trying to be respectful and not hang up on y'all, but I was like, man, I, sometimes I just don't want to be here. I, I'm just, I don't know. I used to have a voicemail line. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll bring it back one day. I used to call it the babble line, but. 
Nah, Boosie, Boosie gonna stay on Team Dark Skin, Jay Harris. I'm gonna have to hold that L, buddy. Boosie gonna stay on y'all team forever. I gotta figure out how to set it up. Because I had it coming through my phone. It would would be running off my phone. I gotta figure out, I gotta go through the motions, figure out how to set, I gotta, first of all, I gotta remember what my damn number is. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it, but I don't know, man. Oh no. Oh no. Think if I do it, people gonna have to put some money in my cash app before they call. <laughs> like only people who donate can call. Matter of fact, that's how Donovan Sharp does it. Yeah, that's a good ass idea. So I might bring the Babel line back, but only people who who donate can call. So I'd have to figure out how to set it up. I probably have to create like a Patreon or something. And if people are a part of my Patreon, when I go live, if they want to call in, then they can call in. I I figure something out, man, but Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like only those who only those who uh, who put some money on on your boy's books here can call. Because I was thinking about setting it up to where only people who comment, uh, setting up one of those membership things to where you can only comment if you if you throw some money into in this thing. Like YouTube has it set up to where I can do that. Because I was like, shit, I might go to Star, the Star, the Star Report. You know, Star Terrain. They don't even look at his damn comments. <laughs> They don't even talk to nobody in the comments. It only talks to people that send in cash apps. I was like, I'm gonna have to start doing that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get some of these. I'm trying to get some of this YouTube. I'm trying to get some of this money out here because YouTube, they be, uh, they, 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 they rarely, uh, lately they've been on a like a ten video streak of just not fully monetizing my videos. I'm like, damn. I don't know what I got to do. I ain't trying to sit here and figure out the algorithm and play all these stupid games. Okay, I shouldn't say this. Been like 10 videos in a row. It's like, nah, we ain't fully monetizing this. I'm like, all right, shit. Yeah, niggas be paying. Look, I'm not mad at niggas be paying Tariq and stuff. Look, if you can get money out of people and they want to pay you, then you know that it is what it is. But I was just thinking about it the other day. I was like, man, maybe I should start doing some of the same crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already, I'm already barely making any money off this thing. Maybe I should just put, if people want to call in, then I need to set it up to where you got to pay to call in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, might, I might have to set that up. You know what I mean? I think I'm, I don't know how to do it. Maybe I have to set up a Patreon then, like I say, only those who donate to my Patreon, they, they'll get access to the phone number and they can call in. You know what I'm saying? You know, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Ain't like gonna be like, it ain't gonna be no expensive Patreon. It'll be like $5 a month. Like, nigga, y'all spend more than $5 on a pack of, on, on, on a couple, on a pack of Newports or something like that. Yeah, so I might have to do that, Gokiza. Was Eve a single mother? Who's Eve? I'm a rapper Eve? 
she a single? She got a kid? I didn't even know Eve had kids. I know she got married to that white dude. Is that who you're talking about? Let's see. Does she have kids of her own? But Eve a sexy motherfucker, man. God damn. I don't think Eve ever had kids. Because you will lose half your following if you do that. And here's the thing, Smooth Will. It ain't like I'm making money off the following I have now. (laughs) But what does it matter? It ain't like I'm making money off the following I have now, Smooth Will. So what does it matter? You know what I mean? I don't get tens of thousands of views of videos. So what does it matter if I set up all this stuff? To try to get money. Do you see super chats other than the $2 my man just put in here? You see them shits flying up and down my timeline? It's not like I ask y'all to do it. I don't, I don't be out here talking about hit the links. But I'm just saying, I don't even get money like that now. So what, what would it matter? I just still do what I do. Adam's Eve. Wait, I, I don't know what y'all are talking about. You said Eve. I don't, I don't understand what, like, Eve who? Eve the rapper? Somebody said, I thought I wasn't doing it for money. What? <laughs> I never said I wasn't doing anything for money. I said, I don't sit out here and purposely try to hound y'all for money. If you donate, you donate. I don't have my cash app sitting on the screen right now just to, just for shits and giggles. You see what I'm saying? It's there. If you donate, you donate. I'm not going to sit here and beat you over the head to donate. But if people want me to do all this extra stuff, like set up the phone line so y'all can call in, well, shit, I might as well try to make some money off that. Why not? I mean, that's extra, that's extra work I got to do. Now, Eve don't have any kids. I'm looking at her uh, her um, her Wikipedia. It, it says, I don't think she has any children of her own. So she's like a stepmother to that, to that, uh, that white dude she married. And I think that white dude already had like two or three kids prior to her. Yeah, y'all want me to do extra stuff? Well, man, what y'all think? I'm just supposed to be... Fuck that. Here's the thing. I figure if I set up a phone line, right, and people got to pay to call in, guess what? That'll that'll restrict all these stupid trolls that be popping up in here. Unless they want to pay me to get their troll on and call in. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll look into that. You know what I mean? We'll see how that goes. It'd be it'd be like a Patreon thing or something. I got a Patreon. I never used it. I don't even know how to use Patreon. To be honest with you. I mean, I, I got an account. I've just never actually used it. Oh, Eve of the Bible. No wedding or license. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not even gonna sit here and pretend like I'm I'm like super versed in the Bible because I'm not. I don't know. I don't even want to really go down that path, but I mean, when they were alive, was the 
institution of marriage even a concept? See what I'm saying? Because when they were alive, it was just Adam and Eve. You know what I'm saying? They were the only two people out there, you know, if you, if you believe the Bible. So, yeah, you was watching a white guy stream. He made 2000 and don't. Yeah, look, these white people, they, they be, listen, white people love paying for, they'll, they'll, they'll support stuff they like. Negroes, you gotta, you gotta beg and plead and remind them 50, 11 times to hit the donate button or hit the subscribe or like button. <laughs> white people just do it automatically. It's, it's like something, I don't know. It's just like something in their brains. And like, like, like they automatically just got to reserve some of their money for their favorite content creators. <laughs> it's like they put that, they allocate, they have, they have, they set up a direct deposit just for this, just for YouTube entertainment. I mean, <laughs> biggest boy, you got to beg and plead. Even if you got a regular business, yeah, you got that one nigga hook a nigga up. They always want to hook up on some shit. Like, how come you don't ever ask these white folks for a hookup? Come here asking Negroes for a hookup, man. Yeah, Grace, white people will pay for what they support. You know, and listen, this is partially black YouTube's fault, too. It's partially our fault because we put out all this content and a lot of us don't ask for any support. We just, our donation, we just, we just hope y'all do it out of the kindness of your heart. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, somebody said, I thought you weren't doing it for the money. I mean, I'm not. But then again, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't like money. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't like money. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just not going to beg people to, to give me money. It's like, if you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. I'm still going to I'm still gonna get in here and call you niggas a bunch of freaking grown-ass babies at the end of the day. But and people start wanting me to do extra stuff. That's why I started these five out of these five on the segments. Cause I had a bunch of people asking me questions in the chat. Want me to do videos. I was like, all right, y'all want me to do this? Send me some money in. Then I'll address your concerns. Other than that, I'm just gonna talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you want me to break out the phone line, I gotta go do some extra shit. Have to pay for that. Uh, let's see. Damn drops. Who is that? I don't even know who these people are. Is that a YouTuber? Is that, is that his name? Let me look this up. There's so many people on YouTube. I don't be knowing who a lot of these people are. I saw Joe Rogan was live earlier. Joe Rogan had 82,000 people in his live stream, y'all. No, damn. Who is damn drops? I don't even know who this is. It's a black dude. Who is he? What does he do? This is damn drops. Uh, he's a foodie. It's to bring, wait, my goal is to bring you true entertainment all while giving you a review of some of the latest offerings in the food. He's a food dude. Okay, it's a brother. Oh, let me put him on screen. Hold on. This dude right here. I ain't never heard of this dude. But I got 1.2 million subs. Been doing YouTube for 10 years. Okay. Props to this brother. 
He out here making videos about, oh, let me adjust my screen. He out here making videos about food. Hey, what up, uh, black introvert? Props to this dude. I ain't never heard of this dude. That's what's up. But he, he don't make black content. <laughs> Uh-oh, he got a white chick in the video. Uh-oh, what he doing? But he don't, he don't make black content. You know what I'm saying? Look, you become a YouTuber and you don't make black content, oh, you can blow up. You can blow up, y'all. Uh, just two cent, uh, just for my cent says, I support black men even when I disagree. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, look, like I say, look, I'm not, I'm not going to be begging people. That's, that's, that's my whole thing. I don't, I don't believe in begging. You know what I'm saying that's just that's just not what I'm gonna do. But yeah, you um you get out here and you make content that's not catered to black people. Oh, you can you can blow up in YouTube, y'all. You can get it popping. You know I mean, I mean, you can still be just as black. Like, what's your boy's name that does those tech reviews? Um, what's that dude's name? I was watching one of his videos earlier today. Uh, what's that guy's name? Give me a second. Let me, this is one dude. He, he does these tech reviews. Um, what's his name? Give me one second. Where'd he go? Oh, Flossie Carter. So this joker right here. Flossie Carter. He be doing, um, he does tech reviews, right? 1.4 million subs. Black dude from New York. All up in his videos, he be saying nigga this, nigga that, nigga, 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 right? But he don't talk about nigga content. He just keep it real and be himself. Yeah, well, Marquise Brownlee, he, he's another one. But I'm talking about, I'm bringing up Flossie Carter for a reason because you watch his videos, he be cussing people out, nigga this, nigga that. Dude, he got like 1.4 million subs, B, but his content is just about consumer tech products. He ain't on here talking about gender wars, gynocracies, pro-black babble, none of that crap. At least I can't tell. It's just all about tech stuff. So what I'm saying is, you don't you can you can do you can do non-black content and still be yourself, meaning you don't have to go out there and 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 code switch. It's just if you do if 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 you uh just relegate yourself to just predominantly black content, very few are gonna ever be this big. Very few. But you can go out there and still just be yourself. Just, just talk about some shit that everybody likes to talk about. Because white people ain't sitting around here watching these damn pro-black videos. <laughs> white people ain't sitting around here watching these gender war, pro-black babbling videos. They sitting around here watching this crap. They want to know what the latest gadget is that they need to go spend all their money on. Says Jeffrey Almonte had the potential to make money with his content, but he turned into a social justice warrior. Who is this clown? Let's look him up. I don't be knowing who these people are, man. He got 
The Almonte Films, is it him? I don't know who these people be, man. It's so many. There's so many people on YouTube. I don't be knowing who these people are, man. Even some of these big YouTubers, I never heard of them. Like, I was looking at some Asian dude the other day. I ain't never heard of this dude before, but he just popped up randomly, and I started watching a few of his videos. I was like, okay. I ain't never heard of this dude a day in my life. Something Lock, L-O-C. Let me find him. Another thing, if you, if you only watch certain stuff on YouTube, they're only going to recommend certain stuff to you on YouTube. Yeah, it was some dude I was watching. I can't. I, it's some Asian dude. He's, he's like really big on YouTube. But I ain't never heard of the dude. I'm trying to expand my, my YouTube subscriptions, man. To, 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 you know, stuff outside of the realm of black YouTube. Yeah, white shoes. White shoes is uh Flossie Carter. That's what he calls his cat. White shoes. <laughs> There's a YouTuber slash rapper named DDG. Who are these people, man? I'll just be saying people. I don't know who these people are. Wow, we got 3.78 million subs. He's a rapper? I mean, look, you can get it popping. Like I say, this dude's a rapper, and he's, I don't know what his content is. He's talking about all kind of crap on here. But I'm saying if you're just going to stick with this pro-black babbling, gender war, mental, black mental sphere crap, dude, you're only going to go so far with that. I mean, you got to, in order to, like, Phil from the Advice show is an anomaly. I don't know how this dude got over 1 million subs. I don't know how that's possible with his content, but I'm not going to accuse the man of buying subs, but I don't know how that happened, but it happened. He is an anomaly <laughs> to have a pro-black channel with that many subs. That's an anomaly, ladies and gentlemen. Most pro-blacks don't, most pro-blacks barely break 100,000, and I'm talking about the big ones. All right, look at Tariq. Let's go to Tariq. How many subs he got? He got 130,000 subs. Tariq, you would think he would have a million subs on Facebook, uh, on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? You don't get more pro-black than Tariq. <laughs> he the most pro-black Negro out there. He ain't even got, you know what I'm saying? He only got 130. I mean, 130,000 is a lot of subs, but Bill... I don't know what he calls his show. The African Diaspora News Network. That's Phil's channel. The Joker got 1.14 million subs. How is this? I, I don't know how this is possible with this type of content he does. I don't know how this worked. But it, it, he did it. I don't know how this happened. So, you know. Props to him. I'm just, I'm, I just don't understand how that happened <laughs> with his content is what I'm saying. Black nerd comedy. Who are these people, man? Are they even funny? I 
736,000 subs. What they be talking about on here? Oh, they be out here doing movie reviews and stuff. Yeah, you can get big off of stuff like this. Like, what's that one guy's name? Uh, no Shack Life. This Joker right here, all he does is just do uh, reaction videos. He, he closing in on 2 million subs. He don't talk about no pro-black babbling crap at all. It's just straight reaction videos. That joker said he was making some upwards of like 30000 a month off YouTube. He said, you don't need a lot of subs to make a living on YouTube. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, you don't. You need a lot of views to make a living off YouTube. <laughs> you need a lot of views to make a living off YouTube. A lot of views on, on monetized videos to make a living off YouTube. That's what you need. Because the more people who watch your views, and if your videos are fully monetized or even partially monetized, but especially if they're fully monetized, then you can make money. So let's just say you have a thousand subs, the bare minimum. But for some reason, you get 10,000, 20,000 views a video. You're going to make a few hundred, maybe a few thousand dollars doing that, even at a thousand subs. This feels deep in Africa. Oh, he got he Oh, he locking down the African continent. He over there. All the Nigerians are subscribed to Phil. (laughs) All the Nigerians are subscribed to Phil. That's why he got a million. I've heard about dormtainment. Nick Relic does what's not quite right with all kinds of movies. Yeah, I mean, but like I say, you need, you can get donations, but I'm just saying, if, you, if you're going strictly off of AdSense, you don't need a lot of subs, but you need, you need to get a lot of views if you want to make this into a full-time living. And a full-time living could be $20,000, $30,000 a year. Now let's just say $30,000 a year. That, that could be considered a full-time living. Because there are people out here who make $30,000 a year as a full-time living working at whatever job they work at. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think when people think of full-time living, they be thinking people be on YouTube making $100,000, $200,000 a year, which is a whole bunch of them people who make that type of money. But you can, you can make thirty. dollars Thirty, forty thousand a year, and, and be considered a full-time YouTuber who does this for a full-time living. But my thing is, I don't even know how we got started talking about this. But I'm just saying, um, you can get it popping on YouTube. You know what I mean? You you ain't got to go the black. You ain't got to go the 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 stereotypical black content stuff we talk about. And I'm not saying that this stuff should stop, but I'm just saying if you want them people who want to get it popping on YouTube, I advise you not to come into the black sector and make content. Go make content that appeals to everybody. Let's not even talk about PewDiePie. <laughs> PewDiePie got over 100 million subs. PewDiePie, PewDiePie is worth millions of dollars just off YouTube. He says, am I going to make 30000 a month? Man, let me tell you all, Negro Silent, if, you, if your boy starts making thirty, dollars if I make 
five. Hold up. Let's if I make a thousand dollars a month off YouTube. Oh, I'm going to think I'm the shit. <laughs> Let me make a thousand a month consistently. I'm going to think I'm the shit. Let me make five thousand a month consistently. Oh, I'm going to think I'm the shit. I'll probably quit my job if I got up to 10,000. Yeah, I'd have to make $10,000 a month religiously off YouTube. And then I consider quitting my job. I probably, I probably still wouldn't quit it. But now I think in order for me to, let's see, I probably have to make fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month consistently off of YouTube and other things that are directly related to YouTube on my websites. And then I quit my job. Hey, what up, truck? If I were to make $500 to $1,000 a month, which I don't, that money will be put towards paying off bills or going to buy other crap here and there. Like I'll go run up a credit card, then I'll use my YouTube money to pay it off. <laughs> like I just did recently. I went out and bought a brand new washer and dryer. Uh, I just went and got a new one, even though I fixed the old one, but I had to get a new one anyway because the washing machine, the washing machine started. It was, I don't know, we've had it for a while, so I went and just bought a new one. And I used my YouTube money to pay off the credit card. I can do it. I probably won't be able to do it with this channel. Maybe my IT channel will take off. <laughs> Who knows? We'll, we'll see. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put my all into it. I mean, I'm, well, what I'm saying is, I'm not gonna place all my hopes and dreams on becoming a full time YouTuber to where I derive all of my income off of YouTube or YouTube related activities. It happens. It happens. But I'm just not like gonna bust my ass to try to make it happen. If I consistently collaborated with Obsidian, you can make that. I mean, but that, that, that would mean I would have to talk about black female effery. I'm not going to talk about black female effery all day. I'm not, I'm not going to be over there doing that. Yeah, Pookie, here's the thing. That is actually one of my dreams, man. I said um, one of my goals is I want to own at least uh, 10 houses. Have like... Um, I want to turn... I want to turn... I want to have some... A few of them be long-term renters, and then a few of them be like Airbnb-style houses. That's actually one of my goals. You know what I'm saying? I just got to. I just got to create the money to get these things funded. I know I could do it. You know what I mean? Because one of my friends is a real estate broker, so he can help me find the properties. I just gotta. I just gotta find the money, the extra money to do it. First, I got to take care of these bills because I've been uh, collect. I've been, I've been spending my credit card lately, so I got to pay this. Got to pay these, uh, these creditors off. So that's what that's what the YouTube money's coming in. I told you about my bed. I got that eight thousand dollar bed, that sleep number. Well, guess where my YouTube money's going? It's going to pay off that bed. <laughs> I ain't got to worry about that bill. I mean, thank you, YouTube. Yo, hundred dollars a month. So, but if you could turn into a business black introvert, you know what I'm saying? Do it. Uh, do whatever you got to do, man. I just, 
I know people have asked me sell t-shirts, sell merch. That means I got to figure out how to how to put that all that crap together. I don't know how I don't know how to do any. I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is right or just take the hundred thousand a year IT route? I mean, look, I'm not. It, all right, here's a here's a secret about me. I know IT. I can teach IT, but if I had if I had an opportunity to make as much money as I make doing something else, I'd do something else. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing IT. I'd be doing something else. You know what I mean? I like it enough because it pays me money, but I would rather be doing something else. I'd rather do IT on my own terms. You know, if I were, you know, let's just say, let's just say my IT channel blows up and I'm making just as much money from my IT channel as I do at my job. Well, guess what? I quit my job because technically I'd still be in IT, except I'll be doing something that I want to do in IT, not something that I have to do in IT. See what I'm saying? So I would rather do it on my terms and my terms only. It ain't popping like that for your boy, so I got to do what I got to do. I could sell shirts. I need to look into it, but, you know, I don't know if what's, you know, I don't know, man. I got a lot of ideas. I just got to, but I'm one of them people, I collect a lot of ideas in these, I, I write ideas down all the time. My problem is picking something and executing on it. You know what I mean? That's my problem. Trying to figure out the most cost-effective way to do something at the most, at the highest quality I can do it. <laughs> and then sometimes I get, I get hit with paralysis, analysis by paralysis, or however the phrase goes. I get stuck into that sometimes. So I can sit here and be like, yeah, I need to make a t-shirt. Then I go out there, I start researching, and next thing I know, I'm going down this long rabbit hole of trying to figure out what's the best T-shirt to put an image on. Now I'm over here studying fabric materials, how to order the stuff. What's the best way? Do I do screen printing? Do I do DTG, digital? What is it? Digital something direct to garment printing. Do I do this? Do I do that? Like I'll get stuck in this, this loop of just overanalyzing the hell out of a simple idea and never execute on it. Like when it comes to stuff like that. Like that that is that is a serious issue I, I've had for the longest. Cuz I I'm sub to a couple YouTube t-shirt dudes and I'll just watch their videos thinking, "Yeah, I'm going to be a t-shirt dude. Make some t-shirts, sell them, and be a millionaire." Man, they be having so much stuff up there. I don't even know where to get started half the time. They'll be like, "This video says you should do it this way." Then I'll look down their rabbit hole. They'll have another video saying the complete opposite. I'm like, where do I start? What do I do? So that's 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 an issue I have, man. Yeah, that's why I haven't put out any merch because I, I just I get stuck. I don't know where to, I don't know where to go with this. So, anyways, I'm about to bounce, man. Shout out to everybody who put some money in here. 
was uh, just for my sense. Shout out to all your two dollar donations. Appreciate that. Keeping the, the keeping my YouTube fantasies alive, man. Has ever thought about doing a family YouTube channel? Um, yeah, my wife she isn't really into social media like that. Neither is my oldest son. My youngest son, he likes to pop his, he likes to put his face in the camera whenever I go live and show my house. But my wife and my oldest son, they, they don't, they don't, they're like camera shy. They don't, they don't really like this. So it, it, it's probably not going to work. It'll probably have to be just something that me and my son would do, but I don't know how well that'll work. It'll just be me yelling at my five-year-old, telling him not to. He broke a pair of my uh my my freaking headphones today, my iPhone headphones. Luckily, I got like a hundred pairs of them shits around here, but he just grabbed the pair and just ripped the wires. I was like, God damn. And my wife ain't really into social media. I mean, she she ain't even really on Facebook like that. She'll pop up on Facebook, say what's up to her friends and her family, but she ain't really like, she's not really active on social media like that. Uh, that wouldn't work for my household. Mm. I appreciate it. I, I don't want my wife being active like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think I need a family that everybody's like, those are all my family business. <laughs> Have I ever revealed my parents in the video? What are you talking about? I've done videos at my mother's house. I mean, my parents, they're not on YouTube like that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, out of all my family, I'm the only one that's like really into social media like this. You know, that does YouTube and blogs. Like, nobody else does this shit but me. I tried to talk my mom into creating a YouTube channel. Um, my mom is like, she, she's baking is her, her thing. She likes really, she likes to bake cakes and all kind of crap. I told my mom's like, why don't you just make a YouTube channel? Cause my mom got this banging ass kitchen. Like you set up the backdrop in her kitchen. Oh, it looked like it's made to be on TV type of kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like her kitchen's like for real, for real. Her shit's way better than mine. It's like for real, way better than mine. Like, Ma, you should do YouTube videos. She's like, who's going to watch it? I'm like, Ma, you'd be surprised who watches these damn things. You just make a video, show people how to make a cake, talk about the ingredients. Man, you probably have a huge YouTube channel. Now, I've shown pictures of my white biological father before. I mean, he's been dead for like five years, so I don't need, you know, even if he was alive, I don't need his permission. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I've shown pictures of him before. Damn, Grace, you're only 22 years old? Damn. Dog as hell. Damn, Grace, 22, y'all. Good Lord. The hell was I doing at 22? Let me see. I was in basic training. At around this time in 2002, I was in basic training Hating life. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I go on some of these YouTube rabbit holes. 
Like, I like to watch videos on subjects like, are you real? Is, are we living in a react? Are we li- living in a simulation? How big is space? Is there an alternate reality? Is a, is there a multiverse? Man, I'll spend hours watching that shit on YouTube. <laughs> I'll watch one video. That thing done turned into three hours of me watching videos, trying to figure out if we're living in a simulation right now. Then I come out like wondering, damn, am I real? What if I am in a simulation? That's why I like watching that show Westworld. That's what the show's about. Yeah, man. Anyways, I'm about to bounce. It's been nice chopping it up, but appreciate the monies. But um, like I say, uh, Boosie, man, look. I, I don't know, man. I, nothing should be, nothing should come as a surprise anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Auntie Fee, yeah, she was huge. Didn't she die? She passed away, didn't she? My parents used to watch her stuff. Like my parents, they watch YouTube. They just don't make channels. Like my parents, my parents knew about, my, in fact, my dad was the one who told me about Auntie Fee. And then they watch a lot of YouTube videos where they like to look at houses on YouTube. That's another thing you can do, man. Go, like, go put you a black introvert, especially you, right? You go get you a little suit. Get a little clean cut, whatever. And just go film houses. Like, don't, don't, not, not the Ahmad Arbery way, but go into these model homes and just film them joints. People watch them. I watch them videos religiously. I love looking at model homes just to see what the houses look like. And, you know, they kind of give me decorating ideas for my house. Because right now I'm in the process of building, um, of making my own drapes. Uh, and the pole, and I, I know some of y'all think I should just go to the store and get like uh, some 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 curtain rods. Now I wanted some, I wanted some some different shit, some fancy shit. So I went and got, I went and got a half inch. No, how, how big is it? about an inch, an inch thick galvanized steel pipes that were how long are these shits? These shits is like fifteen feet. Well, no, two galvanized pipes that I had cut down into seven and a half foot sections, right? For my house. Matter of fact, I'll show you. Give me this one. Well, let me see if I pull a picture up. I'm trying, I'm trying to get creative out in these streets, y'all. Hold up. I can't get the picture up. Anyway, so I went and got... Uh, I'm trying to, so, uh, anyways, so I'm working on my back porch, my, my lanai, my screened in lanai. So I went and got these galvanized pipes from Home Depot, two poles. Like I said, they're about an inch thick and they're, I had them chop them seven, uh, seven and a half feet each pole. And then I got these little flanges i think that's what they're called and i'm about to bolt them into my damn wall and they're going to come out like two inches from the wall and then the the seven and a half inch pole i got them in like a little elbow joint they're going to span the entire length of my my uh one side of my lanai especially the side of my lanai that looks directly into my neighbor's backyard because i can look directly into their house and look at their kitchen i don't like looking i don't like them looking at me so then i went and bought some um we call them shits. Them shits, the uh, them, them painters, um, 
you know, you know, those those like tarps that painters use or something like that. I can't remember what they call. They're they're gonna serve as the the my curtains, right? Because you know they're you can still see through them. The wind can blow through them. And then I'm about to do some other crap. I'm about to put some string lights up in there. Get it all, you know, fancy. About to put a bar set out, a bar set out there. About to order me some some patio furniture, and then put me some speakers and I might put a TV out there. So I'm in the process of doing all that crap right now. But um, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm doing that crap, man. So I don't even. Know, why was I telling y'all that? I just kind of forgot why I was telling y'all that. I just kind of so. I'm using my YouTube money to pay for all that. <laughs> but I might, I might make a YouTube channel talking about some stupid home projects that I'm into. Oh, yeah, I know I was saying that. Because I watch a bunch of videos on YouTube, like, like um, how, to, how to decorate your house videos and stuff like that. How to, how to do, how to, how to do uh, home decor on a budget type of stuff. Because I can go pay somebody to do it, but I don't want to pay nobody to put up some damn drapes. And then... I don't know. I kind of just want to see how much fun I can do it because I took the galvanized pipes and I spray painted them bronze. So they're in my back right now drying. I spray painted them earlier. So my brother's going to come over tomorrow, help me put, help me uh, install them things on the wall. And then I'm going to go out there and uh, I'm, I'm going to have some drapes, baby. Some custom drapes that I made off of stuff that I bought at Home Depot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, home home decor. Like, let me see, let me see. Let me pull it up. I'll show you. What, oh, let me let me. I gotta send it to my computer real quick. It's on my phone. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Give me a second. All right, I gotta. I just sent it to my computer. Give me one second. This is this is the uh this is the uh like I walk out my into my lanai and this is what I look at immediately towards my right. That's my neighbor's house. Like they're like right there next to me. Y'all see this long pole on the ground? The length, well, that's actually two poles you're looking at, but the length of that pole from wall to wall is 15 feet. Just above that little ceiling portion right there, just above where the uh, screened-in portion is. And then I, I'm spray-painted it bronze to match the screened-in portion right here. You know what I mean? And then I'm going to hang some drapes up with some clips and pretty much block my neighbors from looking at me as I'm doing my thing in my backyard. You know what I mean? That's that's what your boys, that's what your boys out here doing in these streets, y'all. And it's a, it's a little project that it's it's I think is you know I like doing stuff like this, learning stuff. Cause I'm not like I'm not like a super duper handyman type of dude. But now that I'm like, well, I might as well start getting as handy as I can at these streets <laughs> and save some money. I mean. So that's what I'm that's what I'm about to be doing. Other than that, man, I'm about to bounce. So y'all be safe. 
Y'all be easy. I'm about to roll. Appreciate the monies. And I will holler at y'all later. Peace.